0: Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Businesses or People Too, a podcast. I could not be more excited about today's guest. She changed my life when I heard her say, hope without action is just a wish. So much so that it revealed itself as one of my own personal values for growth. Now this person is Lindsay Recknell, expert in hope and host of the Hope Motivates Action podcast. Come with me as Lindsay shares insights into hope that help us answer what if tomorrow could be better than today. Hello there, I'm Lindsay Harrell, your host of the Businesses Are People Too podcast. I'm a brand and content specialist by trade, and one day it hit me businesses are exactly like people with the exact same needs after all humans are made of the same components yet put together differently to create our unique selves businesses too are made of the exact same components put together differently to thrive as their unique selves and with this i ask what if businesses realize that they are people too oh the possibilities and opportunities that could happen. And so I invite you to join me as I connect with business leaders, mental health experts, and other crucial thinkers and practitioners exploring what could happen if we gave our businesses the exact right nutrients and care for their original self. Excited? Me too. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Businesses Are People 2, a podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Harl, and I am beyond fangirling today with my guest. I cannot tell you how much I look up to this individual. She has changed my relationship with one word, hope. I I'm in forever awe of her, so let's just get to who the heck this individual is. And her name is Lindsay Recknell. I'm a big fan of her, not just because we have the same first name spelt correctly, but first off and foremost, why do I love her? Period. Lindsay Recknell gets people talking. She teaches self awareness and brain science and helps as many people as she can use hope to motivate positive change. Lindsay is a speaker, facilitator, and mental health advocate who has experienced the power of hope firsthand and used it to create positive change in her life. Her focus on hope and the realization that hope can be a powerful motivator of action came from a very personal journey as caregiver to those struggling with mental illness. This journey takes tremendous courage, effort and determination and has led to incredible learning, radical transformation and strength that Lindsay shares through her work. A consultant since 2010, Lindsay has built a thriving practice in data and business analysis. Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> analysis with a focus in agricultural, energy, and consumer packaged goods industries. Lindsay's, ooh, Lindsay, not multiple, but Lindsay is a results oriented professional with diversified experience in communications, business, Analyst, analysis, I can't get that word. Business analysis and reporting, project management, financials, sales presentation, people management, business process design, and facilitation strategies. All skills that complement her work as a certified Emergenetics Associate and expert in hope. I had to practice that multiple times. I should have practiced the word analysis. Now, having worked with leading companies like Coca-Cola, Molson Coors, Enbridge and Synovus, Lindsay prides herself on getting things done that others simply can't. Lindsay's work is all about helping others rediscover hope amid challenge and teaching us how to use it to create radical positive change in our lives. As an expert in hope and a certified psychological health and safety advisor, Lindsay works with organizations to increase their levels of psychological health and safety in the workplace using the science of hope. Evidence based, practical tips and techniques to increase levels of hope within organizations by increasing hope levels in individuals. She empowers individuals, strengthens teams, and transforms organizations through modeling behavior out loud. Oh, pardon me, through her, oh my golly gosh, through her modeling behavior out loud, her Better Than Today, and Bucket List Builder programs. Lindsay lives in Calgary with her husband and their two golden retrievers. Please, oh please, oh please, join me in welcoming Lindsay to Businesses Are People Too, a podcast. Welcome, Lindsay.
1: Thank you so much. I wish everyone could hear you read their bio. We are on Zoom on a video and it is awesome. (laughs) It's so good to watch. Like your joy and energy is just outstanding. Well,
0: I am a hand talker. So for those who cannot see this, because it's a podcast, so you can't, uh, hands are flying all over the place in exclamation of just how amazing Lindsay is. So Lindsay, here I am gushing about you. I've just read this marvelous bio. Um, now, you and I have had a few conversations up to now. Uh, I hope we have many after, but can you, please tell us a wee bit about yourself? and specifically, what has been your journey into business, business ownership? And what founds it all? Founds it all. What it's all founded on is that hope research.
1: So I feel like my crooked professional journey has really gotten, to me, gotten me to this place. Uh, it definitely wasn't linear. Um, it was not planned. And I'm thankful for every second of it, even all of the terrible times. So I started my career in accounting and finance uh, back in the day. And then I thought nobody's going to put me in a back office by myself with my calculator and my visor for the rest of my career. So I thought, well, how about HR? Let's go HR. And then I thought, no, no, I am not going to um, babysit adults for the rest of my career. I was working in a union environment. That was my only experience. It was not awesome. And so then I settled somewhere in the middle and I have an entrepreneurship degree. So I learned a little bit about a lot of things and it really piqued my interest into this whole, um, small business, self, self entrepreneurship kind of world. Um, and, but along the way, before I took the jump into entrepreneurship, because that's scary, I, um, (laughs) I was fortunate in the organizations I was working for to do some leadership training, personal development, professional development. And I really, I latched onto that work really, really early. My one of my very first careers when I was in my early twenties, we did Myers Briggs Mm -hmm. and this is going to sound dramatic, but I feel like it changed my life. It really just opened doors um, to what, to who I could be as a leader, who I could be as a human, who I could be as an employee and a contributor to the world. And um, it started at one of these leadership retreats that I had the privilege to attend. My first entrepreneurial venture was a personal development company. The company was called Actionable Books and we read professional development books, wrote summaries about them and trained, uh, did train the trainer workshops based on the, the theories in these books. Problem was I didn't like reading personal development books at all. (laughs) So boring. (laughs) Um, However, If I knew then what I know now about how you really have to be in a place where they matter, like it was for my job, it was a cool opportunity, but it was really the, the reason I joined that company or helped build that company was because it was an entrepreneurial venture a startup. It wasn't about the service or the product we were selling. It was about the entrepreneurial journey. Ooh. But it really set the foundation for where I am now and what I'm doing now, right? So that whole crooked journey gets me to this place of my latest entrepreneurial venture, which is Expert in Hope. And um, I really feel like this work found me. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not go looking for this work. I wasn't looking for another entrepreneurial venture. I am a consultant full-time. I run a online uh, wedding business off the side of my desk and I wasn't looking for something else, but hope found me. And this is what I only want to do is help, help organizations use hope, that intangible thing that we all know what it feels like, um, but make it practical and real and help increase levels of, of hope in organizations and thus increase their levels of psychological safety.
0: Yes. I, 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 I'm tripping over my tongue here simply because I don't know which way to go next, because there's so many awesomeness. It's really, um, so I know f- for myself personally, you changed how I understood hope. And there were, there are, um, a few sentences that you've said that really stuck with me. One of them is hope without action is just a wish. Mm-hmm. And when I heard it, it was a very cold morning. I was out running. I wanted to stop. I didn't know why I, I didn't know why I was running, and all of a sudden, I was listening to your podcast, and I just hear you say, "Hope without action is just a wish." And suddenly, I felt like I had way more control in my life. I felt more hopeful, I guess, more positive, more able to do things less oh well i wish life would get better it was well in the only way it's going to get better is if i take action and so you have such an awesome understanding of how hope works within the mind because of the science behind it and all of your training brilliance but can you um can you help our listeners Uh, understand what role hope plays within a business
1: and why it cannot be undervalued. Yeah. So I love that you picked up on hope without action. is just a wish because truly it's like buying a lottery ticket, right? You can wish to win the lotto, but if you don't take the action to buy a ticket you're never going to win the lotto. so that is that control piece. what can you control? you can control going to the store and buying the ticket and taking that action. the definition of hope is very different for a lot of people. if you if you look it up in the dictionary, which a lot of my podcast guests do, which is super fascinating to me, but they always look it up in the dictionary and depending what dictionary you look at, it's a different definition. so I've come up with my own definition, obviously. Love it. it. My definition of hope is that the future will be better than today by taking action over the things we can control. So clearly the key words there are future, action, and control, because that hopeful feeling is... What does it look like in the future? What are we striving for? What, where is that light at the end of the tunnel? That's that future going to be better than today part. Mm -hmm. Clearly we need to take action towards that future, right? Net positive action. It doesn't, it doesn't mean it's always awesome. It doesn't mean it's always forward progression. As long as it's action in some way, over something you can control because there's so much out there we cannot control but there's so much out there that we can and we tend to focus on what we can't what we can't control instead of looking at even the littlest things that we can control mm-hmm. so within organizations that's applicable as well right there are so much Outside of our control, whether it's the markets, whether it's COVID, whether it's our customers, whether it's um, our competitors, so much more outside of our control. But there is so much within our control that we can take action on towards whatever better future we envision for our organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it becomes really tactical and really practical to take that light, fluffy, cosmic woo-woo word traditionally thought about as hope, and if you take if you put it into that bigger framework Um, that's how it makes it applicable and evidence shows all of the research there's over 2,000 research studies to support the power of hope in every case it shows increased productivity at work better marks in school um, better resilience in kids I could go on and on and on it's incredible the power of hope
0: Mm -hmm. so because I'm not one to assume any things and yes, I can pull and extrapolate and, you know, assume better productivity is at work is a good thing. Not wanting to speak to every business owner here, but so what happens then if someone undervalues or doesn't realize hope? So so what, where I'm going with this is like, for instance, right now we are very much in a quote unquote uncontrollable time. For those business owners who, so how can we keep hope for these business owners who are just continuing, continually, continue, what is up with this tongue? Who are continually facing new barriers, um, complete uncertainty with, you know, even when are we going to open again? When can we have our people back into our space? All of these questions. Um, How in those instances can one remain hopeful?
1: So the good news is hope can be taught. Also hope, hope (laughs) is contagious and you can borrow hope from other people. So if you are feeling particularly hopeless these days, which many business owners are, Mm -hmm. um, find someone who's not find someone who is feeling hopeful in the world. Um, Whether it's a small business owner or, or a business owner or a, someone in your family, someone in your network, just by hanging out with hopeful people, you will start to feel hopeful yourself. And when you start to feel hopeful yourself, you'll re-motivate yourself to find those actionable things you can do. So part of hope science is this idea of this equation called hope theory. And the equation of hope theory is goals plus agency thinking, which is your motivation, Plus pathways thinking, which is your ability to overcome barriers and obstacles. So hopeful people take action to overcome those barriers, right? So if you can employ that pathways thinking, which we all know you have, you're an entrepreneur for crying out loud. You Mm -hmm. figured out a way to solve problems that nobody else could solve. You have natural pathways thinking. Just engage that. Mm -hmm. Look for the next way to do it talk to your people, ask your, ask your competitors, whatever you need to do, keep going until it doesn't make sense anymore. That's also something that a hopeful person, um, does differently from say an optimistic person.
0: Mm, A hopeful person knows
1: when to pivot. A hopeful person knows when to make a change as opposed to an optimistic person who just going to believe it's all going to work out. Yeah. yeah. But a hopeful people is a hopeful person is very intentional in what they do and will know when it's will take action to make a change when it's required.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> no, nice right? no problem. <laughs> no. But I but what I love about that is that it it it's almost it's almost like if we're in this moment of what do I do now? My business is taking a kicking. I have a dog licking my feet at this moment. A podly there. <clears throat> Real life. Um, my business is taking a kicking. My team is stressed out. I'm doing the best I can, but I just don't know. It almost sounds like to to go and reignite that curiosity.
1: Mm-hmm. Is okay.
0: Oh, like well, I'm here in this pooper. <sighs> I'm you know. I, I I hope things will get better. Okay, well, I can either sit in sulk, which you know what? Absolutely feel the feels. Feel the emotions are meant to be felt. So feel that emotion and let that move through you. But at the end of that, it's almost rather than sitting in the despair of, well, all I'm getting is hoop coming at me and my business and I don't know how to go forward. It's really then thinking and tapping into the, well, I've been here before. Really, we all have. When we first start our business, it's that same place. Go back to that innovative, curious place of, well, how do I do this now? And do you think that might give a little bit more hope to tapping back into that curiosity that we all have when we first,
1: first start? Absolutely. Because then it engages. So, it engages the hope circuit in your brain. If you go back to those good memories, those times when you've, you've accomplished, where you've achieved that vision, um, that's almost like pulling hope out of a bottle. You know what I mean? Where we, when when we're in those moments where it's so exciting and so happy and you just say, I want to bottle this emotion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You get to, Mm-hmm. By going back to the place where you know you were successful, where you know you did it before, that engages the first part of the limbic system. So let me talk a little bit about that. We're going to go a little bit sideways here. So the hope the hope circuit is an area of the brain known as the limbic system. So three three aspects of the hope circuit starts in the hippocampus. You can remember this like your elephant who never forgets. Because this is where the memories are made. The cool thing about the hippocampus is it, the memories, it doesn't know, can't distinguish between real or fake memories. (laughs) So if you go back to, uh, if you start to vision what your great future could look like, or you go back to a memory that does exist of a more hopeful time or a time you overcame a challenge, your brain's going to respond to it in the same way, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So it starts in the hippocampus, then those memories move on to the second area of the Pope Circus, which is called the, not the circus, the circuit, called the amygdala. And you can think of your amygdala like the guard dog. So the amygdala takes those memories and it decides what to do with them. The amygdala is responsible for f- fight, flight, or freeze. I always have a hard time with that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so. Your guard dog will decide what action to take based on those memories. So once the guard dog decides what to do, those memories go on to the third and final area of the hope circuit, which is called the prefrontal cortex, the PFC. Also can be remembered as your wise old owl. This is your command center. This is the coordination place. This is the place where it now knows all these actions you need to take, but it decides which ones to do first and which ones to do after that, which are going to be good for you and which are not going to be good for you. Um, And you sort of take action from there. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not feeling hopeful, go back to a time where you were, or imagine what the future will look like when you achieve that next goal, that next vision, and engage that hope circuit, because your brain will know what to do with it. And all of a sudden, you'll get that motivation, you'll get that rolling, you'll take that action, and you just need to take the first one, and all the rest of them will follow after that.
0: Mm. Mm. It, it really is just that very first baby step.
1: Yeah. doesn't matter how big the step is, just that you take it.
0: Mm-hmm. So as you know... I'm just, I'm just in like total awe mode right now, trying to, to, trying to comprehend all this amazingness that was just dropped on us. Um, But I'm wondering, so if we're looking at, okay, this is how we can engage hope in our brain. If we're looking at a business and thinking about a business as a person, how can we start to you know,
1: tap into that hope with a business. Take care of your people. Let's take care of your business. So nice, short, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) If you, so let me expand upon that. So as we all know, our businesses are made up of our humans that contribute and come to work every day. Mm -hmm. And traditional management style says work is work and home is home and never the two shall meet. That is not how life should be anymore. It's not how mm, I would, I want to say most organizations are, I don't know if that's true or not, but definitely we are moving in that right direction where, where organizations and businesses recognize the value of their organ of their people working in the organization. And so if we can focus and engage our people in ways that matter to them as humans, they are gonna contribute in a bigger way to our company. Take care Mm -hmm. of your humans, they'll take care of your company. Um, Because that whole work-life integration thing is a thing now, especially with the generations, the majority of the people working for us, their generation is blurred lines between life and home, right? I mean, many of us are still doing a a remote workforce environment. Well, we are at home working and Mm -hmm. we are at work living. Really, mm-hmm. those lines are blurred. And so if we can engage our people and the things that matter to them and support them, they are going to turn around and support our organization because they feel valued. They have a greater loyalty, bigger respect for you as a leader, as a business owner, as the human that's only trying to do right by them. And therefore, they will want to do right by you.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's helping your, your, your people be their most um, optimal self mm-hmm. to be able to give their optimal self to the business for the business to then be its optimal self. That's lots of optimals here, but it's that lovely little circular. Mm-hmm. So then, are there any specific tools or tactics um, that we that anyone listening to this audio, brilliant podcast? can start to implement right away as soon as they're off the well off the podcast how can they start to tap into their hope or bring hope into their organization and and just begin to, to
1: thrive so a couple of ways in the organization specifically i would tie the hope theory goals plus agency thinking plus pathways thinking into performance management so when you do your annual reviews can you engage your employees goals for the year to help both support your organization and themselves? As an example, if one of their goals is to get a master's degree, what can, what mechanism, what mechanisms can you put into place to help them help support them achieving that goal? Is it a flexible work schedule? Is it two hours in the middle of the day to attend a virtual class? Is it every Friday afternoon off to study? I don't know what that looks like, but the mechanisms you can put into place to support them achieving their personal goal, sweet, right? They're going to love you for it and they're going to give that much more back to you. hmm in those conversations in those performance management conversations let's talk about their agency thinking which is really the their why right if if goals is the what agency is the why pathways is the how engage their why why are they here what do they want to do with themselves what lights them up what do they do in their spare time use those things to assign tasks or activities or job responsibilities within their role in your company. Engage their why. They're going to be passionate to do the work for your company. And then on the pathway side, challenge them. They want to be challenged and they want to be challenged as it is in alignment with their why and their goals, right? So help them to look for opportunities, help them to get more education, help them to find a guide or a mentor in your organization, Um, help them to engage and look for alternatives, critical thinking skills, all of those kinds of things um, within those barrier conversations. Brilliant. I love it. And that's just one example. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, yes. I mean, assuming not all individuals want to achieve a master's.
1: Yeah. But in the performance, you, but, could, you yeah. know, in the performance management mm. conversation as, as one example.
0: As one yeah. example. Yes. No, but I think that's brilliant is breaking that into the three things and then being able to move it into here's the theory, here's the application, here's the application within your organization. Mm-hmm. Done and done. We're all hopeful. I love it. Now, we do have one more question to explore, but before that, I do just want to let the businesses or people too, a podcast audience know that Lindsay, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Lindsay is uh, right now offering a promotion to listeners on her mental health in the workplace program. So if you are curious and interested to connect with Lindsay and start adding hope in your workplace and how this can improve the uh, well improve, just make life better all around, feel free to hop on over to expertinhope.com/ slash workplace hyphen mental hyphen health backslash. I will absolutely put this link in the what are those show notes in the show notes um, and just mention in that when you are going through that you heard and are interested in connecting with Lindsay through the businesses are people too a podcast podcast Now you can also find Lindsay, oh my gosh, please, oh please, oh please, listen to her own podcast. It is called Hope Motivates Action and can be found on spot tapy anchor and apple podcasts you can also connect with her on linkedin she's simply lindsay Recknell. find her on facebook at expert in hope and of course on instagram under lindsay Recknell. i will put every single one of those links in the in the show notes in the show notes uh, because it is my firm belief that everybody needs to connect with lindsay Follow what you're doing with the science that you're doing of hope because I cannot tell you how much you've changed my own world and relationship in, um, in, in, well, creating a better tomorrow. So, all that said, my dear, in your mind of opportunity and possibility, what do you believe could happen if businesses realized that they are people
1: too? Well, the world would be a much more hopeful place, obviously. Obviously, um, but I think that we would have much better work-life integration. I think that if our organizations recognize that there was humans um, making the widgets within the businesses, I feel like we would have less burnout. We would have less um, decreased mental wellness. Um, you know, I really if if we could treat our employees or if we could treat our businesses, generally speaking, like we treat our partners, our loved family members, I'm not sure that we should treat them like our kids maybe, but our, you know, our respected, our respected partners holistically. um, I just, it would be a much more hopeful place. The world would absolutely be better than today because we would be well rounded. We would, Um, be able to, to experience pursuits outside of just, I wouldn't say pursuits outside of just making money, but those are good pursuits also. Uh, Clearly businesses wouldn't be around if we didn't pursue money, but um, we would, I think we would just have a more well-rounded holistic kind of better health experience overall, better mental health, physical health, spiritual health, all those kinds, um, of things. And we would do, we would do better things for, for more people. Mm.
0: Lindsay, golly. Thank you so gosh, darn much for being here. My brain is exhausted in such a good way because there was explosions going off the whole time. Thank you so much. You're wonderful.
1: Um, thank you. It has been such a pleasure. You are you are an easy person to connect with. I just I I am inspired by your you know the thing I'm most inspired by when I spend time with you is not only your authenticity and your integrity but the way you have sweaty palm conversations. I listened to a speaker today and he talked about having those tough conversations and he called them sweaty palm conversations and you make tough conversations so approachable and easy and I just love what you're doing with this podcast and with your guests and your work and it's my pleasure so thank you very much.
0: Ah, my heart well I'm just gonna go and um, get my blushing ears down now but for that thank you so gosh darn much. Businesses are people too of podcast listeners you heard it here Lindsay reckno loves me so thank you so much and have wonderful days big hugs big love thank you for tuning in to another episode of businesses are people too a podcast a huge thank you to our expert in hope lindsay recknell her insights on how to tap into hope for our businesses and our people are so innovative yet incredibly practical now if you are looking to engage hope with your team i highly recommend investing in lindsay's mental health in the workplace program also, mention that you heard about it here and you get 25% off. Head over to our show notes and click the links and resources and Lindsay's episode at anchor.fm/slash businesses are people too to learn more about hope. And to never miss an episode with the amazing leaders we have lined up, be sure to subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast platform. You know, either Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And if you really enjoyed it, hit subscribe and leave a rating. Of course, until next time, big hugs, big love, and have a most awesome day.